morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another magical, maniacal, mindful sort of Monday for Torch Report 510, How to Overcome Totalitarian Psychology. Friends, today we're going to be looking at the facts, we're going to be learning from some experts so that we can see exactly what it is that we need to do. We're going to continue our discussion on how propaganda rewires the brain and how this is fueling the psychology of totalitarianism. Uh, starting out here with just a few prime examples from this morning's headlines, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna believe this, but get this. Uh, over at thehill.com, we get this headline that says Chris Christie gets new life after a punchy debate. And I thought that, yeah, you gotta be kidding me now. Does anyone does anyone like Chris Christie, anyone at all, you know, uh, maybe his mother, I'm not sure, but definitely not the American people, especially not conservative, liberty-loving, red-blooded Americans all across the fruited plains who continue to hang their hats on Donald Trump to beat back the deep state and the next election. Nobody's listening to Christie. Nobody likes Chris Christie. And yet, shamelessly, this liberal propaganda is trying to prop up Christie as if he's some sort of fighter for the American people. Friends, it's just utterly ridiculous. Uh, Another uh, article over at the Hill this morning Age jokes cannot diminish Biden's unrivaled experience and wisdom. <laughs> oh, really? Now, friends, I think it's important to point out that the Hill.com is widely read and respected on Capitol Hill. But I just can't imagine any journalist being able to write that headline with a straight face. Age jokes can't diminish Biden's unrivaled experience and wisdom. Unrivaled experience and wisdom? Who the hell do these people think they're talking to here? You know, clearly the joke's on us, or at least... The joke is on the useful idiots who live their shallow lives in the liberal echo chamber and still believe this sort of nonsense. It's just it's just garbage. Now, the third one here, uh, Al Gore warns people having access to non mainstream information threatens democracy. Now, why anyone still listens to Al Gore is completely beyond me, given the fact that he's perhaps the most debunked climate cultist out there. He has a decades-long rap sheet of false fear-mongering predictions and flat-out lies, and yet he's out there warning, warning, oh my gosh, people having access to non-mainstream information threatens democracy. So now this guy, Al Effingor, is the guy who's such a champion of democracy that the American public's supposed to just swoon for his demands for more government censorship? Friends, it's utterly hogwash, you know? This sort of propaganda serves no other purpose than to warp the very fabric of reality. However... What we need to keep in mind at all times is that, unfortunately, millions of mindless minions uh, really know no better than to just believe this kind of crap. They believe what they hear, what they read, what they see in the mainstream media. That's why Al Gore and people like him are so desperately trying to paint alternate media sources as a threat to democracy. The TorchReport.com is a threat to democracy. Oh, no! You know, of course, you and I know uh, that only a fool would believe these things, but 
Of course, there's a sucker born every second, and that's what the propagandists are counting on. That's also what the entrenched two-party system is counting on, that there is a, a sucker born every second, that there are enough suckers in the world that they can continue to advance their global tyranny completely unchecked. Now, on that note, uh, that they're counting on this, friends, I, I think it's worth pointing out that they're not going to just take their chances on this one. They're not just going to kind of keep their fingers crossed and hope that there's enough suckers in the world to buy into the crap. They're actually deliberately dumbing down the population for this purpose. They've been doing it for decades. Uh, you may recall in a recent report we were discussing the, the stats coming out of the National Center for Education, and currently less than four out of ten young adults can read at a proficient level, uh, only 31%, okay? And, and, and 31% of young adults being able to read at a proficient level, if that sounds terrible, we need to, I mean, it's even, it's even worse for math, okay? Only a shockingly dismal 21% of young adults are proficient at high school math. Okay, it's, it's utterly astounding, it's shocking, it's dis- deeply disturbing, you know? And of course, you know, I've, I've, we've discussed this, friends. If you've been with me, you've heard, you know, we've talked about this, the, the implications of the dumbing down of entire generations of children. Uh, I don't want to rehash it all here and now, but suffice it to say, no good can come of kids not being able to read proficiently or not being able to deploy the logic of basic calculations. Uh, And I put a link to several different reports in here. Torch Report 192, the next level indoctrination, discussing how the globalists are, in fact, re-engineering society through public education. It's a commie tactic because the commies are taking over the world. (sighs) Feels good to say that on a Monday morning. Uh, Another report, Torch Report 223, the adaptation agenda, really understanding how the today's youth are being used to take over the world by commie indoctrination. Torch Report 325, the power of the narrative, really gets into when it the story, you know, when it comes to the story, the narrative, we have to be able to read between the lies to see the writing on the wall. But of course, that's really hard to do if a person can't even read, right? So Torch Report 435, the utter peak of corruption also links state education to things like assisted suicide and, you know, the disgusting eugenics agenda. So there's a lot there if you if you want to dig in there, if you're new to the audience. And by the way, welcome, welcome, welcome to the new subscribers. Uh, check it out. There's a lot there. There's two other things I want to point out here uh, before moving on this morning. One, none of this is a failure of the education system. A lot of people say, well, the public education system is failing. No, this is not a failure of the public education system. It's not a fluke, friends. It's by design. This, this dumbing down is the intentional outcome of socialist state indoctrination, a.k.a. public education. And the second thing I want to point out is that the direct and dire results of this are, are innumerable, right? Not, not the least of which is the surge in mental health issues, youth suicides and all that. But the greatest byproduct of this socialist indoctrination, a.k.a. state education, the greatest byproduct are the hordes of useful idiots who believe people like Al Gore. (laughs) And as a matter of fact, Al Gore's out there. He's all over the news right now. I don't know why. But he's out there claiming that the global mental health crisis is exploding because we're not saving the polar bears. He actually said because we're not solving the climate crisis. 
That's why there's so many mental health issues. Yeah, right. You know, it's not just lunacy, friends. That's pure propaganda. And I want to drive this point home here to kind of help visualize this intentional dumbing down of America, say, over the last 20 years or so. And hey, Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com. You'll see this jaw-dropping plummet in U.S. test scores. Uh, When charted against the educational outcomes of other nations, we see that U.S. test scores are now among the lowest ever recorded. You look at that graph and it's just mind-boggling. Holy hell, how did we get here? It surely was not by accident, but ouch, that just looks bad. It looks really bad. Now, I want to kind of take this and tie it back into the disturbing reality uh, that propaganda rewires the brain, right? It's, It's important that we keep front and center that this intentional dumbing down has a direct negative impact on physical brain development. So if kids are not learning to read and write and do math, it's going to haunt them and it's going to haunt the rest of society for life. Okay? This this is affecting their brain development very very badly. Uh, this this educationally induced lifelong struggle is is uh it's going to be a plague upon society, friends. The detrimental impacts, we haven't even begun to feel the worst of it yet. And it's, it's true, the struggle is real for those who don't learn to read or do the arithmetic, but it's particularly bad for the people who fail to learn math, as in they fail to learn logical thinking, say like the 80% of kids who fail to achieve high school mathematical proficiency. I put a long list, I have five different uh, studies from the NIH and other reputable sources that talk about how the impact uh, of The lack of mathematical education impacts brain development for the rest of these kids' lives, okay? Negatively affects brain development for the rest of their lives. Kids need to learn algebra, not just because they might use it someday, but because it really, truly uh, uh, develops their brain. So the point is, ultimately, friends, the point is that the science is clear. When a child is growing up and learning, educational inputs have a direct effect on the brain development and that literally changes the structure of the brain and that's going to affect them for life and when we kind of grasp that understanding how state education can then be used to condition the useful idiots to accept global tyranny it doesn't really take rocket science right i mean it's pretty self explanatory so let's go ahead and just zoom out here shall we zoop We want to go way out for a second, because last week we were diving into how censorship and propaganda changes the brain at the biological level, just like state indoctrination changes the brain at the biological level. And we discussed how this is a direct result of unconventional warfare. I would say that the capturing of the educational institutions and the dumbing down of America is a perfect example of unconventional warfare. But there's one quote in particular that I want to bring kind of back to the conversation today. And it was the quote was the ideal of totalitarian psychology is to tame men, 
to make them willing tools in the hands of their leaders. The ideal of totalitarian psychology is to tame men and make them willing tools in the hands of their leaders. And of course, no doubt, there should be no doubt, that a mentally stunted population with poorly developed brains are going to quickly succumb to this subconscious psychological taming of totalitarian tyrants, okay? Uh, And when we understand that, I think it gives us a really good glimpse of how American society has fallen so far so fast. You look out what's going on in the world, the daily display of depravity is almost beyond imagination. How the hell did we get to this point? Well, the intentional dumbing down, uh, the mentally stunted population, poorly developed brains succumbing to the subconscious taming of totalitarian tyrants. That's how we got here. And it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that despite the daily display of depravity, a lot of people don't see what's going on. I mean, it's, it's so bad, you got to see it to believe it. But most people don't see it, and that's precisely why most people don't have a clue as to how bad things have become, because they've either, A, uh, they're not seeing it because of the state censorship and the media bias, or B, people aren't seeing it because they prefer to remain willfully ignorant with their head buried up their backside. They refuse to open their eyes and see the light of truth. Friends, either way... Society is basically screwed if we don't help a lot more people wake up and do it really, really fast. Uh, And on that note, as a matter of fact, there was a a very informative speech that was delivered at the 4th International Crisis Summit. It was originally the International COVID Summit, but... This now it's the International Crisis Summit. It was over in the EU. There's a guy named Dr. Matthias Desmond, Matthias Desmond. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but he authored the book, The Psychology of Totalitarianism. And I have that book in my hot little hands here. But he he delivered a speech at the Fourth International Crisis Summit. And in that speech, he delivered a vision for how we can recover our sovereignty, how we can recover our personal psychological autonomy, and how we can rebuild a more functional society that's def- devoid of the nefarious hidden hand of the, of the secret elite uh, and all the propaganda, the psychological manipulation and all of that. And in the end, at the, you know, at the end of the day, what it really boils down to, according to Dr. Desmond, is that the only way out of totalitarian control is by sparking a metaphysical revolution. Those are his words, you know, a, a metaphysical revolution. And when I read those words, I just, it struck a deep chord in me because this is like precisely what I've been saying for years. You know, the only solution to societal chaos is an elevation of spiritual awareness. It's, it's through an elevation of our inner awareness that we gain the wisdom and discernment necessary to liberate the mind from its mental cage. Now, to achieve this metaphysical revolution, according to Dr. Desmond, he proscribes sincerity in speaking the truth. He actually gets into uh, Gandhi as kind of a role model in this regard, but you know, if we're sincere in speaking the truth, this is how... We connect at the heart level. We speak from the heart. We connect at the heart level. This is how 
The truth can be directly transmitted from one human being to another, even in the midst of the global deluge of propaganda and psychological warfare. When we get out of the head, get into the heart, when we communicate truth sincerely, it connects. People know, they can feel it. There's something there. And we must speak this truth. We must do so boldly and sincerely. Dr. Desmond gets into the fact that it comes at a cost. You might have to risk your ego's reputation. You might have to be called a conspiracy theorist. You might have to be called a, a, a right-wing extremist or a domestic terrorist or whatever you know, BS label they want to stick on you. But we still must stand up boldly and speak the truth sincerely because this is the only way out of totalitarianism. And when we do so, it leads to the liberation of hearts and minds within our communities, within communities all around the world. You know, we, we, we know that the totalitarians are not going to just give up, right? And, and we know that we're never really going to be able to get rid of the, you know, rid the whole of humanity from the impulses of evil. There's always going to be totalitarian tyrants trying to take over the world, okay? That's going to be there. But in this timeless battle, we have... We have this, you know, forever we have the ability to speak from the heart. They can't take that away. They, we, we have the ability to speak from the heart, to speak truth to power, to fundamentally transform the ill segments of society that surround us, right? But by speaking the truth sincerely, we have the ability to change the hearts and minds, in other words. When we hear the propaganda, we must push back. When someone is flapping their gums and parroting the narrative— we must push back. Speaking the truth is powerful, even if somebody refuses to listen, right? And you hear me talking about it all this time. You know, we got this time of year having conversations with family and friends. This is the opportunity to plant some seeds. And in the process of awakening people, it takes time. It took time to get to this point. And it takes time to get out of this mess. But when we talk to people, even when it seems like they're not listening, the seeds of truth can be planted still. And oftentimes, the seeds of truth must be planted long before they can sprout. But we can scatter these seeds liberally by being brave and willing to speak out and engage in heart-to-heart -heart communication. And that's, you know, really what it's all about, friends. This, too, changes the brain. Courage is a capacity that can and must be strengthened if we intend to, as Dr. Desmond suggests, he says, we, uh, if we intend to switch from a society that functions according to the propaganda principle to a society that is oriented towards truth, in order to do that, we have to have the courage to speak the truth with passion and sincerity. Dr. Desmond spells it out quite eloquently. He says, and I quote, we need a new political culture a culture that re-appreciates the value of truth-telling. We need a new political discourse, a political discourse that leaves the shallow, hollow rhetorics and propaganda behind and speaks from the soul. 
from the heart. We need politicians to become true leaders again. Leaders who lead rather than mislead the population. Period. End quote. Friends, I've I've read those words over and over this morning and I could not agree more. It fans the fire within me and it doubles my desire and determination to speak and deliver the truth you can trust via thetorchreport.com. Friends, this is my contribution to the global revolution and you too can be a part of it by sharing this far and wide, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this mindful, maniacal Monday morning. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.